Okay, reading from the Chaitanya Bhagavat. Reading from text 80, and I'm just, I don't know what the chapter is, I'm sorry. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Vigyana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya. Taksur and Mulatam Yena, Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha. Sri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale. Sayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam. Manchakalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayevacha. Patitanam Pabane Bhyo Vaishnave Bhyo Namo Nama. Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda, Siadvaita Gadadhar Shivasa De Gor Bhakta Vrinda, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. <coughs> e Mata Dui Prabhu, Bako Vakyarase. Bojana Sampurna Hoyla Ananda Visheshe. In this way, the two Prabhus relished their discussion as the Lord happily finished his meal. The statements coming from his way to his lotus mouth are certainly true. There is no other possibility. Anyone who does not relish hearing the narration is the lowest of men and certainly will be bereft of Advaita's merciful glance. The bond of love between Hari and Shankara is factual, yet it cannot be understood by ignorant materialistic persons. If someone displeases either of them, they will both be displeased. The same relationship between Hari and Shankara was manifest between Lord Chaitanya and Advaita. Kind-hearted Advaita always described these topics for the deliverance of the world. One who is able to understand Advaita's statements knows that there is no difference between him and the Supreme Lord. Anyone here these pastimes with devotion will achieve the most auspicious devotional service of Lord Krishna. After fulfilling the desire of the lion-like Advaita, Lord Chaitanya returned to his residence. In this way, the Lord accepted meals at the houses of Srivas and other devotees and therefore thereby fulfilled their desires. Om Ajnana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksur Unmalatam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Pancha Kalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayevacha 
patitanam pavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo namah Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siadvaita Gadadhar Srivasadi Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Yes, oh yeah, yesterday I went to uh, a program at Jack. I think most of you know him and he's established a very wonderful program in his house every Tuesday night. It was really good. And I was relishing, and, and just driving yesterday, not having to wear masks and, you know, no lockdown. And, uh, but also I was thinking of the blessings of COVID whenever God announces to you that you're not the controller. Um, that's his mercy. And what humility is, is this sense and this happiness in the heart that there's something greater than you. And that something that's greater than you has absolute authority. And to follow that, to follow that in the practices of, of devotional service, in all the little decisions we have to make throughout the day, and we all always have that chance to choose God, and I can see in my own mind that rebellion, rebelliousness. Because <laughs> yeah, there's things we don't want to do, but are right. I remember one great philosopher was asked, people didn't really know if he believed in God or not. They asked him, do you believe in God? And he said, well, I don't know. That's a really heavy thing. Because what does it really mean to believe in God? I believe there's a supreme absolute truth. That's quite an authority. And he felt that if he didn't really follow it, does he really believe it? Or, or, or can he actually say, I believe it? And that was a pretty high level of integrity. But uh, I did re remember, too, that uh, during COVID, you had people captured in their homes and uh, it was a great uh, burgeoning of, of chanting and hearing that was really beneficial for everyone. And now uh, post-COVID, uh, there's more distractions. I'm reading, you know, in the Bhagavatam, the story of Bali Maharaj. I'm trying to read the Bhagavatam for a half hour when I wake up and I'm reading in the eighth canto, but Tadanam, what's that? Tadanam, when God is merciful, he takes away or he gives, <laughs> but he takes away to help us remove that sense of false ego covering the soul, that I am the controller, I am the enjoyer, 
Um, okay, we're in the Chaitanya Bhagavat, which is a description of the, the real world, the perfect world, where people are centered on God and centered on God's will. And, and what is that called? That's called the pure devotee. And again, I, I describe that as strength to resist this false ego and to surrender to God and to, to, to love God. That's not, love is the highest surrender because when you love, when you love, another person's desire rules your life. So that's a great surrender and to see this. And what Vindavan Das Thakur is also doing is there's some kind, there's some subtleties here also, you know, because we're seeing it, weight is love was, was so great that it almost seemed selfish and that he wanted only he wanted the Lord to eat all of his preparations. <laughs> he wanted that exchange with the Lord. And then the, the, it's described that Indra uh, reciprocated and there was a great storm and no one else can find his house except Lord Chaitanya. So anyway, it's it, the, the um, what did Prabhupada say? I just can't forget that statement. Um, anyway, as you surrender, I ward accordingly. And, and God is focused. He's Bhaktivatsala. He loves his devotees. And he's focused on, on, on that relationship. And he's trying to satisfy his devotees. And that's what happens here. And one way he satisfies his devotees is to accept their love. To accept their love. Which manifests in this desire to please him. When, when you love someone, you want to please them. So you want to cook for them. You want to offer them nice things. So the Lord reciprocates with the desires of his devotees. So we're reading about that and hopefully we're relishing it somewhat. The Lord would gather all his devotees and constantly engage in Sankirtan. He would eventually dance and induce others to dance. Sarva Goshti Lai Niravati Sankirtan. Niravati constantly sang kirtan. Nachayena, nachena, apane, anukshana, constantly chanting. And that's one of the principles of bhakti is that you can clear offenses by constantly chanting. Kirtaniya, satahari, tesham, satita, yuktanam, vajatam, priti, purvakam. Satatam kirtianto mam. Tesham satata. Tesham satatyadukta bhajatam. Satatam kirtianto mam. 
uh, what is that verse? Machita makita prana. Anyway, I don't know. My memory is failing me miserably in this last week. I'm looking at people and sometimes I can't remember their names. I don't think it's a permanent stage, but um, I better do more chanting. So bear with me. Um, so we gather all those devotees and constantly engage in sankirtan because there's nine processes of devotional service. Taramadhyay sarva shreshne nama sankirtan nira aparade poya paya But of all, chanting is the best. And if you do it without offense, you can attain prema, prema pumartaman, the highest goal of life. And, and we have to hear this again and again. Kaler doshe nidherajan eko asti mahagunan kirtanad eva krishnasya mukta sankam param vajet. So, ocean of faults, this is 5,000 years ago. Prenalpa yashashubha kalavas minyugejanaha manda sumanda mateo mandaba. So unfortunate, so lazy, so misguided. Kaler doshe, an ocean of faults. Nehe rajan, eko asti. Eko asti mahagunan. Kirtanad eva krishnasya mukta sangam. By the kirtan of Krishna, we can't emphasize this enough. I'm just feeling so good. I went to Jack's house yesterday and we just did some kirtan. I read from my book, people enjoyed that, but just a kirtan and how much that can purify the consciousness and how much we need that because the influence of Kali Yuga, we're using this little machine here, Bahari Kitab, but how, much, how many other things come through it, which are anti-yoga. Increasing the chit, the, the vrittis, the thoughts, and putting in those samskaras. This is our only hope. Hari nama, Hari nama, Hari nama, eva kevalam, kolo nasteva, 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 gatir. It's our only hope. It's her only hope. Yeah, I, I was reading a purport in Bali Maharaj. Prabhupada is so heavy. He just, this is 50 years ago or 60 years ago. And he's looking at this material. He's looking at this material civilization. I'm going to, yeah, I, I'm going to read that. I have the quote. It'll take me a second to find it. Um, practically no one is interested in God one's relationship with God or how one should act modern men have altogether forgotten such questions about God because they are mad for material possessions if this kind of civilization continues the time will come soon 
when the Supreme Personality of Godhead will take away all the material opulences, then people will come to their senses. So I'm wondering, if that is that what's happening now? Is God bringing us to our, our senses? I'm writing about that. I'm trying in Monday morning greetings. I was inspired by this documentary film where this nun, it, it, it's, it was documenting how, how, how the nunnery and church was being destroyed in the crossfire of the war in Western Ukraine, or maybe it was Eastern Ukraine. I think maybe Eastern Ukraine. And, uh, I said this before, and it really struck me. Um, if things go back to normal, what will people do with their lives? And hopefully it's this. Hopefully this, it, it's dedicating oneself to the holy names of Krishna. It's so hard. We have so much inertia, so much distraction. I think we have to, what we say is maybe grin and bear it and just take to this process. So that's my inspiration. After going to Navadweep to see Mother Sachi, Damodar Pandit quickly returned to Nilachila. So if you remember this personality, Damodar Pandit, he was considered kind of an objective, neutral person. You know, bhakti is such, I always say this, don't judge a person by the ordinary dealings, judge them by their inspired side. Judge them by their inspired side. Um, So his ordinary dealings was he was just a critically natured person, but he meant good. And he even criticized Lord Chaitanya, who was this young boy was visiting of a, of a mother who was widowed and was very beautiful. Lord Chaitanya had nothing to do with the mother, but Caesar's wife has to remain above suspicion as that, that saying goes. And Lord Chaitanya saw, well, he has this nature. So maybe he'd be a good person to watch my mother and he sent them away, but I have to, I have to get him out of here. <laughs> He's committing too many offenses, I guess. So when the Lord saw Damodar, he took them to a secluded place and inquired from him about Mother Sachi. So now he, he, he came back to see Lord Chaitanya. And uh, Lord Chaitanya inquired about his mother. Lord asked, you stayed with my mother. Now tell me the truth. Satyakahi, tell me the truth. Ayara ki Vishnu bhakti achi. Does my mother have devotion to Lord Vishnu? So in one sense, that's kind of a strange question. 
you left your mother, aren't you going to ask, you know, how is she feeling? Is she okay? After all, it's your mother. You know, I, I saw that once. I think I was visiting Srila Narayan Maharaj. And when I was visiting him, when, when, when I was visiting uh, Narayan Maharaj, um, <clears throat> someone came in to ask to marry his daughter, to, not his daughter, to marry his disciple. And, and, and you know, he looked at the man, he said, can you maintain her? And I thought that was kind of, <laughs> kind of significant that, you know, the material is important for the spiritual to support it and, it, and it's not neglected. It's not neglected. Um, so it would seem, wouldn't it seem that if, you know, you ask, how's my mother doing? But he asks, how's her devotion? And the point, I think it's going to be brought out later, that's very interesting. We're persons, we have relationships, so you ask, how is someone doing? Um, you're inquiring from them. It, it's an expression of love. But on the platform of spirituality, the real important thing is not a person's material situation, but their consciousness. And we all know that. Someone can be wealthy and, and, and have everything together and uh, be depressed. And someone who's poor and simple, I wrote that article one time, the happiest people in the world, and if you come to Colombia and you see our gardener and and the person who's the housekeeper on the ashram, um, I just like my lives are so complicated. <laughs> Krishna consciousness and being an institution, at least I was, and, and so many complications and politics and projects and desires and things. <laughs> and relationships and you know complicated simple life simple life um so he asks how how is her devotion consciousness that's the most important thing is not someone's material situation but their consciousness or inquiring about the material situation in relationship to the consciousness. But um, Dharma Sunushti Tap Pumsa Viviksena Katasya No Padie Yati Ritim Shrama Eva Kevalam, even Dharma has no value if it doesn't impact the consciousness with Rati or some affection for Krishna. That's the
that's the objective or goal to affect the consciousness for Krishna, to elevate the consciousness. That's the goal. And things have relationship to that goal. Therefore, we can boldly make the statement without neglecting material life, we can boldly make the statement that everything is secondary to prema. Everything is secondary to prema. It doesn't mean things are not important, but they're important in relationship to that. And if they're not connected to that, they're not important. Now, even our material duties and material activities may be connected to that as they're making the mind peaceful and moving us in that direction. But ultimately, that's our, our understanding. So does she have devotion to the Lord? On hearing the question, Damodar Pandit, who is very austere and impartial, became angry and replied, Parama Tapasvi, he was very austere, Nirapeksha, he was detached and neutral. Neutral means you can speak the truth and it's not compromised by any attachments that you have. That's why a Brahmin has to be detached because if you're not detached, you can't speak the truth. Very, very few people can speak the truth because it has consequences. Not everybody's happy with the truth. And a lot of times, if you speak the truth, those who have influence over you, if they don't like it, um, there can be repercussions. So you need people who are nirapeksha. They're very, very neutral and detached. And they can speak the truth. We're compromised from speaking the truth in so many ways. We're compromised in the relationships we're attached to. We're compromised in the position we have. We're com com compromised in, in, in economic considerations. But if someone is detached, uh, then he can be objective. He can be neutral. And people in society are very, like that, are very, very much required and they're very, very rare. So he became angry. Oh, Lord, what did you say? Are you asking whether your mother has any devotion? It is by your mother's mercy that you have devotion for Vishnu. Whatever have is by her, her potency. What to speak of Mother Yasoda. The mother is the child's first guru. 
and her love, affection, and training mold the, mold the child. Child is the father of man. Prabhupada quoted that when there was one GBC who was thinking about his duties and his family. And Prabhupada said, training your son is more important than being a GBC. And Prabhupada said, child is the father of man. Because who, who is young will become old. <laughs> They'll be the leaders. And what, what are there? Some scars, their impressions when they're young will mold their lives. That's why I wrote that article. And it's relevant here. The mind, the mother, and food. How the mind, I, I, the astrology, the related, the fourth house, and the and fourth house is the mother. And I think the eighth house is the mother. There's some relationship. Well, the fourth house is the mother. It's also the mind. So there's a relationship between nurturing influences in one's life and one's ability to express and control emotions, which are the symptoms of a strong mind. So So when he asked, how is, how is, how is your mother's devotion? Why are you asking that a question about Mother Sachi? And why is Lord Chaitanya asking it? Because he's indicating and he's showing people what is the priority. How are you? I remember I once asked that to one of Prabhupada's God brothers. He was a real old man. He was like 95. I asked him, how are you? He said, how are I? He said, he laughed. He said, how are I? I'm an old man and I'm dying. <laughs> but there's some kind of love or exchange or consideration. But Lord Chaitanya wants to indicate that that's what it is. It's just a consideration of love. It's, it's not that one, when he asks that necessarily is on that platform. He's on the platform of love and inquiring about someone else, but he's not in the illusion that the material situation is the goal. The goal is the consciousness. The goal is one's happiness and happiness means devotion. Know for certain that whatever devotion for Vishnu you have is by her mercy. Transformational love for Vishnu, like crying, shivering, perspiring, fainting, standing of hairs on end, and loud roaring are constantly visible in the body of Mother Sachi, and she's always chanting the holy name of Krishna. You're asking how her devotion is. She has astika, sattvika, bhavs. Her devotion is so powerful that without even considering or thinking, just feeling devotion, her feelings for devotion is so powerful that her, her, her whole life there is disrupted by the, 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 uh, the depth of that emotion. And it, and, and it comes out in these ecstatic symptoms. Oh, Lord, you have asked about the devotion to Mother Sachi. 
in his mother's Sachi was addressed as devotional service to the Lord. Because she's Shakti. He's also Shakti. I tell you, she is the embodiment of devotional service of Vishnu. Although you know this, you ask me as if you did not know. If even someone who considers the word I, an ordinary word, utters this word by the influence of that sound, he is freed from desires. I don't know what that means, excuse me. On hearing the glories of Mother Sachi from the mouth of Damodar Pandit, the happiness of Lord Gorchan increased without limit. So Lord Chaitanya was very smart. He knew the nature of Damodar Pandit. And uh, he asked a question in such a way that Damodar Pandit would glorify his mother. And he became joyful, not just because it was his mother, but because it was such a great devotee. And we love to hear the glories of the devotees because the glories of a devotee are the glories of God, because what is the glory of a devotee? It's their dedication to an object that is worthy of that dedication. It's that complete surrender and love of that object is worthy for dedication. So in that kind of feeling, in that kind of feeling, Um, in that kind of feeling it's a glorification of God just like in the I think in the beginning of the Bhagavatam where, where Sutta Goswami says now I'll explain the now I'll explain the Bhagavatam now he asks, now that Krishna has left the planet, where will knowledge and religion presently be preserved? And he said, it's the Bhagavatam. Sutta said, it's the Bhagavatam. Yita mati, yita di, yita mati, yita. I've heard it and I've realized it. And then the sages of Namasharanya led by Shona could become very excited. And uh, they become very excited and that they ask about the personalities who are involved in the Bhagavatam and they're all very intriguing personalities. So he, he, he Vyas, he wanted to know about, about Vyas because Vyasa is such an intriguing personality. He completed all the Vedas. How did he get the inspiration? Even though he was Atmarama, no, that's Sukadeva Goswami. How did Vyasadeva, compiling all the Vedas, how did he get the inspiration? Why was he dissatisfied? And then Sukadeva Goswami, So interesting, he was completely He was completely liberated. He was completely liberated. So how did he 
Why was he attracted to the Bhagavatam? And then Maharaj Prickett, there was nothing lacking in his, in his administration. So they asked those questions. And then, of course, in the Bhagavatam comes not the story of Narada and Dias, And then comes Sukadeva Goswami. And then he's beginning to talk about Maharaj Prickett. And he said, now I explain the glories of Krishna. But he's talking about Maharaj Prickett. And the reason he kind of equates the two, I forgot the particular section, because what is a devotee? It's one who is focused on God by his glories. So when you hear about a devotee, it invokes the devotion to Krishna. In fact, in the one of the prime causes in rasa, there's five babas, and one of the, the basic causes is called vaibhav. And vaibhav has two sections, divisions. Um, And one of the divisions has as the, the impetus, of course, for love, there must be Vishaya, Krishna as the object of love, and Ashraya, that's called the Lambam, and Ashraya, the devotee as the abode of love. So one of the basic causes of, of, of devotional ecstasy, of devotional service, is to actually hear the qualities of the devotees. So Lord Chaitanya is demonstrating this. He asked this question, you know, how's my, is my, I'm worried about my mother. She has devotion. And then Damodar Pandit to reply, he just begins to glorify Sachi. And Lord Chaitanya is in ecstasy. Ecstasy, because he's hearing about his devotee. And therefore, Anandera Nahi, it, it increased. Absorbed in the mellows of ecstatic love, the Lord repeatedly embraced Damodar Pandit with satisfaction. That's, yeah. So that's, what is that color called? It's not cream? Cream. Some, large I, someone I'm hearing. Yeah. Oh, Damodar, today you've purchased me for you've confirmed what was in my heart. Whatever asset of devotion to Vishnu I have is by my mother's mercy. There is no doubt about it. I'm living in this world by her will. Therefore, I will never be able to repay her. Odamadar, please listen. I'm always bound by her affection and I always see her. After blessing Damodar Pandit in this way, Gohari sat down with his devotees. The Lord's inquiry about Mother Sachi's devotion was only to teach the people of this world. I'm just going to read a little purport. It is to be understood that Mahaprabhu's pastime of inquiring from Damodar about Sachi Devi's devotion to Krishna was meant for teaching people. This pastime was manifest to reveal how affectionately the Lord's ser ser servants serve him and how the Lord becomes controlled by their love. 
text 111, a person sometimes inquires from his friend, please tell me, are our friends doing well? But the Lord revealed the actual meaning of the word kushal or well by inquiring whether a person has devotion. That's the standard. And again, this is just basic concept of what, what real faith is, where real sublimity lies. It lies in our consciousness. So someone on the platform, their real concern is about a person's consciousness, not about their material life. But they still will ask about their material life as an expression of, of love for the person. My dear sir, if someone has devotion, then everything is well, but without devotion, even the position of a king is inauspicious. So this is such a common theme within the Chaitanya Bhagavat, within the Bhagavatam and within our lives. And the interesting thing is the things that we think are auspicious are things that are beyond our control. And the thing, and the thing that is auspicious is right within our control. Because the most auspicious thing is happiness and happiness is devotion. And devotion is in is not our circumstance, it's our consciousness. And, and the most auspicious things are the things that can change our consciousness, including the association of great devotees, in, including our destiny. So what is auspicious and what is inauspicious? Prabhupada said. If you look at a devotee's astrological chart, they have a material and spiritual, it's kind of, it's a spiritual material destiny. You can't look at it in terms of material destiny. For example, you may come under a Saturn period. So from the material per perspective, and it may be a heavy Saturn period, from material perspective, your material life will slow. I'm, I don't know astrology, but I'm, I'm guessing. You, 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 you may become oppressed. So from the material perspective, you have bad karma. But from the spiritual perspective, it may be a time, a devotee will look at this time or, or, or one will advise him that this time, this is a time really to learn humility. <laughs> this is a time to focus on your, this is a time to focus on your inner life. So it's a complete different analysis because you have a complete different perspective. And that's why when you surrender to Krishna, the main reason you get rid of karma when you surrender to Krishna, the main reason is because of what your conceptions, perceptions, and consciousness are, and not just how things disappear when you become a devotee. In fact, 
even if you get it, 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 you, it, that's why they say you can't get prema in this body. Or why, even if you become liberated as a devotee, you have to, and you don't have prema, you, you have to stay. You need the body to 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 attain further. Uh, forget that. I, I, I'm confusing different things. Um, Just very interesting. Interesting that I'm forgetting everything. Don't worry about me. I, it's just I'm watching my mind, which usually has one point after another, and then I just see it going. And, and, and while I'm speaking one thing, I'm seeing so many other things lined up, but somehow I'm seeing them, and then I'm speaking, and then I'm forgetting them. Um, let me just read that last thing because that was the most important point. And it was interesting. Someone has devotion, then everything is well, but without devotion, even the position of a king is auspicious. So all types of auspiciousness, the presence of devotional service to the Lord is the most auspicious. And, and that's our faith. And that's our faith. Okay, somehow or other, Jumanijaya, I'd be surprised if you found anything in this class. Oh, no, Maharaj, exactly the opposite. I found so much in this class. Oh, okay. Well, uh, name, name one thing. Okay. Um, just this last point about how Lord Chaitanya so beautifully set up the conversation to be not Pajalpa, but glorification of a devotee, which I think I found is such a wonderful way to, as I'm speaking to devotees, how to really ask. And your point about, you can ask about the material, but only if the material is backing up the spiritual. And like you always say that, um, you always say Pajalpa automatically somehow down the road will lead to offense. And this seems like the instruction to do the opposite with the conversation. If we started off even asking about the material, but looking for the spiritual, then we're going to raise ourselves up instead of put ourselves down. So I yeah, found that. That really was cool. the thing. How are you? Mm -hmm. It was, it was just born from the expression of love, but in the highest conception of the devotee, they may le le legitimately be asking about a person, but how, how I, you know, how are you? Right. But, but it, it, it's not, you know, uh, give you a description that your material life is great. It's just, it's just my, my expression of affection. Yeah. Okay. I love that point. Thank you, Marish. <laughs> Where? Oh. Hmm. Okay. Anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj, Daivi Shakti. Oh. This is the Kali. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> How well, are you? Good, good. I'm just finaling, finalizing the retreat. And we've got a really good response. Yeah. From sending it to my list of people who come to my Vyas Puja. Yeah, so we should have quite a few, quite a few people. Nice. Very, very nice. We are like um, preparing everything for everyone here. 
<laughs> okay, yeah. And having Janmashtami there. and Yes, of course. Getting the congregation. That'll be yeah. Nice. Yeah, they will be so, so nice. Okay. All Hare right. Krishna Maharaj. Oh, great. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Gumaraj Toti Gopinath here. Hare Bo. Hare Krishna. Tota, thanks. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj Rupa. Thank you for class. That is your office? My classroom. Wow. So you're getting paid to hear the class. How wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was great yesterday that you know there at the program. It was so nice. Yeah. Okay, I'll get back to you with the dates. Okay. Okay, Hi, Bo. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. I have a guest, a guest star today. What is, is that the real Kaylee or the Maya Kaylee? Yeah, she's manifested in Brooklyn. <laughs> Are you back now, Kaylee? Yeah, I am. She's going, she, yesterday was her first day of her new job and today is her second day. How is your job, Kaylee? It's good. I like it there. Your father can retire now. Can I? All right. Haley <laughs> will, you know, she'll be working now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she's not making that much yet, but it's great. It's great. <laughs> yep. Thank you for class, Gamash. Okay. Haribo. Haribo. Anybody else? I guess in the last, I'll go Vinda. Thank you for class. Thank you for yesterday. Yeah, that was great. It was such a sweet program. I, I'll do that at least once a month. Come there. Great. Okay, great. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna. Hi, Krishna. Thanks for this beautiful class. Ah, Haribo, thank you for coming. Haribo. Where's the problem part? Okay, good. Anybody else? Okay, we'll go for now. Thank you all. Vanchakalpa Tarubyascha, Kripa Sindhu Vaevicha, Patita.